Get ready to rumble. Chilling Show Unleashed on the Seven Thunders Media Network. Former city councilor, husband, father, and community watchdog. Your host, Rob Schilling. Welcome to the Schilling Show Unleashed podcast. Remember, your direct support makes our show possible, and you can directly support this podcast by visiting shillingshow.com and then clicking on the Patreon banner at the top of the page to make a monthly contribution. We appreciate your support. The Schilling Show Unleashed podcast welcomes Dale Wilcox, Executive Director and General Counsel at the Immigration Reform Law Institute, and there are a lot of legal issues in immigration. We're going to jump into some of them today. Dale Wilcox, welcome to the Schilling Show Unleashed podcast. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, let's first of all talk about your organization, because uh, many people may not be familiar with what you do at the Immigration Reform Law Institute. Tell us about your general mission. Sure. We are a uh, not-for-profit law firm that uh, litigates on behalf of Americans, and we stand up for the rights and interests of Americans over those who choose to come to this country illegally. Most recently, as everyone knows, during the Trump administration, immigration was one of his biggest issues, and we submitted more than 180 briefs litigating against the Biden administration and the destruction of our uh, national sovereignty that uh, is going on currently. It's really interesting to behold all of this, and it's rather disturbing, Dale, because it seems that Americans have taken a subservient position uh, legally uh, to people in this country illegally. Oh, it's absolutely true. Everything this administration does favors illegal aliens over American citizens. Our safety and security has been compromised uh, because of the porous border that Biden has created. And, and this was an intentional act. Trump was successful in creating the most secure border in my lifetime. And Biden came in and purposefully undermined our border and has created a crisis that's unparalleled in our history. We're seeing uh, numbers of people coming across the border today that is just unprecedented. Last month alone, we had 234,000 encounters at the border. Mm. That's the highest on record. There's never been a number that high, 234,000 encounters. And then if you look at 2021, we had more than 2.2 million encounters. And this year, we're well over 1.5 million already. This fiscal year, we're already at that number. So this year, we're going to set another record. And uh, the country cannot sustain this. Uh, we don't know who's coming across, really. Um, many of uh, those numbers that I've cited do not count what we call gotaways, people who were maybe tripped a sensor or were seen on camera coming across but were not apprehended. There were more than 600,000 individuals last year who got away. This year, we're, we're well over 350,000 gotaways. There are people in this country, sad to say, and I hate to prophesy doom and gloom, but there are people in this country already now who are here uh, to harm us. And we don't know where they're at and who they are. We can lay this at Biden's feet. 
It is such a disturbing situation, but I've got to ask you from your own observation, and you've been involved in this for quite some time, Dale Wilcox. Why is it that we as a nation are accepting this, accepting politicians like Biden, but his really most of his political party, who are promoting what seems to be the destruction of our own country? Uh, the American people certainly aren't with this. When polls showed that uh, his immigration, his handling of immigration polls is about 25 percent favorable. So the American people definitely don't like what they're seeing and they understand the dangers of what's going on. Sadly, right now, we are being held hostage to this progressive left ideology of open borders, just uh, letting anyone in, uh, whoever around the world wants to come in. It's not in the interest of Americans, and that's why my organization exists. We are taking them to court, and we are being successful. We have have sued Biden multiple times this year and last year. So far, we're 5-0 against Biden, and we have slowed him down and stopped some of the things that he's wanted to do. My organization is outside counsel for the state of Texas. So if your uh, listeners have seen what Texas has been doing, we have had a hand in that and uh, we've been successful. We haven't lost a case so far. So we are making ground in this regard, but uh, Biden on every front is destroying our current immigration system. Not to be too cynical here today, people need to understand the purpose of this. Statistics show that uh, new immigrants vote 70% Democrat. This is a power play. This is the long game. Let's let them in. Eventually they'll get amnesty. Eventually they'll get to vote and we'll stay in power forever. And then there's a second uh, reason for what they're doing. There's a contingent there in the progressive left who hate America. They hate the flag. They hate patriotism. They hate everything, our history, everything we stand for. They hate it. And they are trying to overwhelm the system, crash it so that they can institute their preferred ideology. And we all know what that is. Socialism, communism, they have nefarious purposes, sadly. Indeed they do. And it's becoming more and more obvious even to people who don't pay careful attention to this like you do and I do. Uh, Dale, I want to ask you a little bit more about Texas because they, they seem to be in a quandary. It appears that Governor Abbott and people of Texas want to take this into their own hands as much as possible. And yet the courts seemingly have tied their hands. I I refer back to Arizona SB 1070 when Arizona tried to do something. And so tell us about what the courts are doing in response to states like Texas that are trying to protect their own sovereignty. That situation, that case was somewhat different than what's going on today. We've kind of learned the outer bounds of what states are allowed to do. And so far, Texas has been suing the administration under the Administrative Procedure Act because they are instituting these policies that are harming Americans. They're not going through notice and comment. They're just skipping it, which is required under the APA. Substantively, a lot of the things they're doing are just downright illegal. We do have a set of immigration laws in this country. And what Biden has done, he's gone further than any progressive or left uh, liberal president in the past. He is ignoring our immigration laws. He is downright flouting the immigration laws that are on the books. So what we are doing is we are taking him to court and we have been successful. We haven't lost the case yet against him. Say, for instance, remain in Mexico policy that Trump instituted. 
essentially what this is, we have an asylum system and people can come over and claim they've been persecuted by their, their government and they wish to seek asylum in our country. Well, what usually happens is we don't have enough uh, detention beds for people, so they release them into the country, never to be heard from again. Mm-hmm. The majority of people don't show up for their asylum here. They come in here and they say, oh, uh, I'm being persecuted. Okay. They release them and they're gone. Statistics show that those who do show up, only something like 11% are granted asylum. So most of the asylum claims are not legit. Most people are here just to get a better job, better life, whatnot. That's not a, a ground for asylum. Trump instituted this policy that we have in law that said that we can make them wait in the last country they came through. That's so. We send them back to Mexico to wait for their hearing so they can't disappear into the U.S. This worked very well. That cut down the numbers at the border tremendously. Uh, Biden came in, and, of course, he ditched the program immediately. We took him to court, and the court said, no, you have to keep the program going because either you detain them or— you send them back to Mexico. We have been successful in taking the current law because Biden has gone so far Mm -hmm. overboard and used the current law against him. What SB 1070 did in that Arizona case was Arizona got fed up and they started instituting laws that the Supreme Court said, no, you're creating your own immigration laws, your own immigration system. So we we find ourselves in in a very different situation here. Texas is not trying to create its own immigration laws. It's trying to force the government to follow the laws that are already written in our federal code. So we look at Texas and we see, I saw the reports, Dale, just within the last 24, 48 hours, of a 15,000 person immigration caravan heading towards the Texas border. And yet I've seen video also of people just wantonly crossing uh, the Rio Grande, coming in and I guess just disappearing into the country. So does Texas have any way to even stop this? Because it appears that ICE has been given a stand down order. Yeah, you're right. ICE has been told to stand down, and that's another case that we have brought against the administration, The uh, their so-called enforcement priorities, which the priorities only reach a very small section of illegal aliens. The governor can do some things. Now, the governor has taken to, and, and, and I have to give props to uh, Governor Abbott, he has been very aggressive in A.G. Paxton. Uh, they've been very aggressive on, on this issue and are doing all that they feel that they can do in this regard. He has instituted some measures that people have called controversial, thinking outside the box. Um, in, in fact, he's using state trespassing laws mm-hmm. uh, to detain illegal aliens. But the only problem here is uh, once they do their time for trespassing, ICE won't take them. You know, our, our federal immigration authorities under Biden, they won't take them. They won't deport them. So they're released back into the communities after they uh, do their time for the trespassing charge. So um, his hands are tied somewhat in that regard as far as being able to apprehend and send them back over the border. There are a contingent of people that do believe there is a provision in the U.S. Constitution that allows states to declare an invasion and, of course, what the cartels are doing, they have committed war on America. It, you could say, in a sense, it is an invasion because what the cartels do is nobody comes through the border without paying the cartels. I mean, they are making billions of dollars off of this crisis. So the cartels are uh, ushering people through a certain sector of the border. 
so that border patrol agents are pulled off of other sectors and then they smuggle the drugs in, human trafficking and uh, whatnot through other parts of the border. Essentially, we could say that the cartels have declared war in America. And there is a thought out there. Arizona AG has issued an opinion that the governors could declare invasion, technically, and then they could start expelling people. Uh, we might see something happen on that soon. Um, there are things uh, governors can do. I know Arizona, those border states are really working hard on this issue. And and, and quite frankly, uh, quite a few AGs around the country we've been uh, working with because every state is a border state. Uh, the way that Biden is flying people in uh, these uh, midnight flights all around the country. Yeah, it seems like this is an organized crime situation the way you've described it. I, I certainly wouldn't characterize it any other way. So it appears to me that there would have to be uh, multiple approaches to fighting organized crime that are already available. You mentioned thinking out of the box. I know that you've got a preliminary injunction being sought by three states uh, against the Biden administration. Would you tell us about that? Yeah, we have uh, several lawsuits that are ongoing, but one of one of the more important lawsuits uh, that we filed recently with Texas here was uh, against Biden's CDC ending the Title 42 order. Yes. And maybe your listeners have heard that phrase thrown around here, Title 42. Title 42 is our provision in the federal code that protects health and welfare of Americans. And we have a a provision in there that allows the CDC to shut down the borders if there's a communicable disease aliens are bringing into the country or their possibility. So under Trump, he issued his CDC issued an order shutting down the border to illegal aliens, expelling them back across under Title 42. Well, Biden wants to end that. We have uh, filed a lawsuit here with Texas to force the Biden administration to continue expelling people under Title 42. I mean, at a time when Americans are facing mandates and there's even arguments whether there should be mass mandates and vaccine mandates and you can't do this and you can't go there, Biden is allowing people into the country, number one, not being tested. And then he's flying them around to communities all over the country. It's unacceptable. So we have, we have taken to sue uh, the Biden administration to uh, keep Title 42 in place. The Shilling Show Unleashed podcast continues with Dale Wilcox in just a moment. Support this podcast online at shillingshow.com. Borderhawk.news is a one-stop shop with the latest news about immigration, nationalism, and globalism. The Borderhawk staff daily curates immigration news stories and, in the fashion of the Drudge Report, updates the site with cutting-edge content and original first-class commentary. Borderhawk.news highlights national and international media reports, tweets and nuggets buried in local news blurbs, polls, video clips, and policy research. Borderhawk is pro-legal immigration, pro-rule of law, but against an unsecure border as countless Americans have suffered violence at the hands of criminal illegal aliens. And an increasing number of Americans are concerned about how mass migration affects their daily life. Borderhawk.news will remain on the forefront of the immigration issue with a buffet of info to read, evaluate, and share. Bookmark Borderhawk.news. Add them on social media at News on Twitter.
the Chilling Show Unleashed podcast. Our guest is Dale Wilcox, Executive Director and General Counsel of the Immigration Reform Law Institute. I'd like now to go to the whole issue of illegal alien crime. The problem of progressive sheriffs and progressive law enforcement, I never thought I'd have to use those terms in the same sentence because for years people always voted for conservatives to enforce the law. Yeah, it seems like an oxymoron, yeah. progressive sheriffs. But, um, you know, there are, there are folks like George Soros who are funding these campaigns, these sheriffs and these prosecutors. Uh, we've been digging into them um, all around the country. Uh, we've gone after Krasner in Philadelphia, and, of course, we've seen him in the news here recently popping up with the recent shooting, and he's, he's, he's come out from under his rock and banging his drum, but uh, he's, he's been terrible on crime there. Uh, he even created an immigration unit so that he could downgrade charges on aliens, on you see, uh, aliens can be deported if they're convicted of certain crimes. So they have a special unit that analyzes charges that are brought against aliens to downgrade them so that they don't get uh, sent out of the country. Amazing. Americans don't get that same treatment. We've gone after Fox in Chicago and Gaskin in L.A. And most recently, we released a report on uh, Sheriff Cabo Taylor, a Democrat in, uh, that won election in November 2020, in Gwinnett County, Georgia. And his on his platform, he said, I'll end cooperation with ICE if I get elected. And he uh, indeed did that. What we're seeing in our uh, recent investigation is that individuals who commit serious crimes in his county, who prior sheriffs turned over to ICE, the numbers have plummeted. In uh, 2020, there were 1,652 individuals turned over to ICE. Uh, and, and what happens is ICE will discover that an alien has been charged with a crime and they will, an illegal alien, I should say, someone yes. in the country unlawfully, and they will send a, what's called an ICE hold request that the local jurisdiction hold that alien for at least 48 hours so that ICE can come and pick them up and ship them out of the country, which is the correct thing to do. In 2020, there were 1,652 individuals turned over to ICE. In 2021, after Sheriff Taylor took over, only 240 individuals were turned over to ICE. And then if you look at the numbers of serious crimes committed in that county, in 2020, there were 240 serious uh, individuals uh, charged with serious crimes turned over. In 2021, there were 27 individuals turned over to ICE. So across the board, drug trafficking charges, sexual crimes, DUI, um, even murder. There, there were zero people turned over to ICE who might have committed murder in Gwinnett County uh, in 2021. These practices by these progressive sheriffs are risking the lives of Americans in favor of illegal aliens. It makes no sense. Who do they serve? Their constituents are American citizens and legal residents of this country. But yet they are pandering, catering to illegal aliens. The hope, and as I stated before, the hope in the hopes one day that there will be an amnesty for them and that they can count on their votes. You know, you mentioned this program, which is also referred to as 287G in this cooperation with ICE. And I'm curious about the, the new ICE under Biden. Are they even promoting this program? Are they cooperating with the localities that still wish to have this exchange? Not really. 
actually, uh, Tom Homan, former acting director of ICE under President Trump, uh, is a senior fellow with my organization. Yes. And Tom uh, will tell you that ICE has been gutted. It's been effectively shut down. Unless you're an international, known international terrorist, uh, something on that level, ICE will not seek apprehension of you. So in addition to the what the progressive sheriffs are doing, ICE is not doing its job either. We are in a very dangerous situation, and it makes no sense. Even legal immigrants don't want these criminals. Yeah. <laughs> Other illegal aliens don't want these criminals in their communities. You hear from the progressive left that, oh, well, it's not fair. It's not right to, to send these criminals out of the country. Other illegal aliens don't even want them here. <laughs> they want them sent out. So it just the Biden administration, when you think they've hit rock bottom, they surprise you with more ludicrous actions. As I stated, this, this administration is not concerned with American citizens and legal residents. It's a power play. So let me ask you just theoretically that it looks like there's going to be a red wave in the upcoming election. People are fed up with this and many other issues. So if there is a legislative majority, how do they approach the executive branch? Do we have two more years of maybe just stalemate or is there some offensive move that the legislature can make? Certainly, if Democrats didn't control all of Congress and the presidency, things can be slowed down. Certainly, one important aspect here that uh, people often forget are judges. You know, the Senate confirms judges. And right now, Biden is just passing everyone through because they have a majority. And that's all it takes now to uh, confirm a federal judge. And, And people don't realize that's a lifetime appointment. We've been getting favorable decisions against the Biden administration, principally from those judges that President Trump appointed. If the Senate changes hands come November, that certainly would slow down the appointment of uh, these radical judges that Biden is appointing and setting up on the bench for a lifetime. There are funding issues that uh, a Congress could make adjustments. Certainly, they could institute investigations into what's going on because it's so clear that they are violating the law. They are not doing what the law says. The law is very clear. If an illegal alien comes across the border, they must be detained. They must be apprehended and put in removal proceedings. Biden's not even doing that. And certainly what Biden could do would definitely be slowed down if Congress changes, changes parties, changes hands. Finally, Dale, I'd like to go to New York City, and I read about this um, a couple years ago, maybe when it was in its infancy, the alien voting law, and New York City's not the only place who's contemplating letting illegal aliens vote. It just sounds outrageous to me, but is it legal? Well, it is outrageous. We would argue that, uh, yes, this New York City law that was passed in December 2021 that allows certain aliens who have work permits, so this is how they've set it up. If an alien has a work permit, they can vote in their elections. What does this do? This dilutes the votes of citizens. Every non-citizen that you allow to vote cancels your vote. It dilutes your vote. But it's even worse than that. When you look at the record, the legislative record of this bill that was passed that allows aliens to vote, you see very reprehensible statements by council members stating that they support this this new law because it would 
diminish the power of American citizens and legal residents in favor of other ethnic groups. And they specifically mentioned the ethnic groups, Dominicans, the Chinese, the Mexicans, who, who comprise a large portion of uh, residents of New York City. It's aggressive ethnic politics. They want to shift power away from the American-born, uh, American citizens, to other people. It's clearly illegal. We have gotten involved in a lawsuit challenging this law under the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. You can't do that. You can't say we want to take power away from this ethnic group and give it to another one. It's clearly discrimination. On another level, American citizens and legal residents, they should be governed by American citizens. The right to vote should just be given to American citizens, quite frankly. You should be governed by your fellow citizens. Someone that's even a legal permanent resident, someone with a green card who's here legally, they should not be given the right to vote because they have not gone through the process of being naturalized. And when you go through that naturalization process to become a citizen, you swear allegiance to the United States of America. Legal uh, aliens, legal residents have not done that. They have not raised their hand and sworn allegiance. They still have allegiance to a foreign power. Americans have the right to be governed by Americans. So we believe clearly that this New York law is unconstitutional, and we're pretty confident that the courts there will rule in our favor. Well, that's certainly good news. Dale Wilcox, if people want to get more information on the work that you do at the Immigration Reform Law Institute or maybe support your efforts, how can they do that? We have a website. You can find us at IRLI.org. We're also um, on social media. Uh, You can find us at IRLI Law on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, You can uh, search our name on Facebook. You can find us there. We are a public interest organization funded by the public. Uh, Anyone who wishes to get involved in these battles, we, we would appreciate your support. Dale Wilcox, you're doing such important work. We thank you for joining us today on the Schilling Show Unleashed podcast. Well, thank you for having me. That concludes another edition of the Schilling Show Unleashed podcast. Visit us online at shillingshow.com where you can directly support this podcast by clicking on the Patreon banner at the top of the page and making a monthly donation. Your support is essential for the continuation of the Schilling Show Unleashed podcast. Until next time...